My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to Storylines Live, the only podcast that explores the meaning and the power of the most important story in business. The one that answers the questions of why somebody should buy from you, work for you, invest in you, or partner with you. This is the story that defines the very character and nature of an organization. At WordRight, we call this your capital S story. In each episode, we feature guests who have great insights on business storytelling, who can share their experience and key learnings to help you and your business do a better job of sharing your capitalist story to deliver remarkable business results. In this episode, we're honored to have Kevin Palmieri as our guest. Now, Kevin's going to tell you all about what he does at peak performance. That's not what he's always done. Uh, it seems like Kevin had a pretty good life, according to his website, beautiful girlfriend, high-paying job, sports car, a dream body. Okay, we might talk about that. But then he had some things happen. And he hit rock bottom and changed his life to focus on self-improvement, which is what he helps other people do today through peak performance. Kevin, welcome to Storylines Live. Paul, thank you so very much for having me. A wonderful introduction. Hopefully I can live up to it. Time will tell. <laughs> well, I'm sure you will. I will add, though, Kevin, and I always say this to our guests, did I miss anything in cribbing from your website that you feel our listeners should know about you? No, I think you I think you handled it very, very well, and you painted a, a very good scene. I would say to the point of I have not always been this way. I am somebody who has battled self-doubt, limiting beliefs, imposter syndrome for the last as many years as I can remember, so... I always think that's important to throw out there. 
I agree, man. I I know where you live. I've been there myself um, and have had that happen uh, at different times as well. So, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on today is because you, sir, are an experienced podcaster. And I would love for you to share with our audience a bit about your podcast. Yeah. So our podcast is called the Next Level University, and it's all about holistic self-improvement. So as someone who achieved things in life, but never really understood myself at a very deep level, that became a passion. I had a lot of results, as Paul mentioned, and the results did not lead to fulfillment. So at Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. And we talk about leveling up your life by leveling up your love, your health, and your wealth, internal and external success. Wow. That sounds pretty impressive. (laughs) Thank you. And folks, we will have information on Kevin's podcast in the show notes. Now, Kevin, one of the things we always do is we ask our guests because, hey, it's our thing about their capital S story. And we ask them to answer one of those four questions. You suggested that the one that's most relevant to you in your journey is why would somebody buy from you? Can you can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is when somebody really cares about you, not just the result of your purchase, I think that really goes a long way. And going back to the very beginning, I was never the person who was 10 out of 10 confident and knew I was going to get here. For most of my life, I didn't believe I deserved success. So when I say I have walked a mile in your shoes, I most likely have. And when I say I know what it's like not to believe in yourself, trust me, I am not just saying that. That is a battle that I deal with very often. So I think closing the gap on understanding is very, very important. And at the end of the day, the podcast and all the products and services we've created are based in what we needed. Not necessarily what we wanted, but what we needed and we thought would be most beneficial to earlier us and our current demographic. That's really a great insight there, Kevin, because you have a unique personal story and what you do today in working with your clients is very personal. Hmm. It's an inside job, right? You're helping them connect that with their outsides. So I gave the audience a little bit of a preview of your personal story in reading your bio. But please, would you elaborate for the audience a little bit about upon this transformation, this bottom that you hit? Give us a little bit of your personal story. Yeah. So quickly, just for context, I was raised by my mom and my grandmother. I didn't know my father. I didn't meet my dad until I was 27. So obviously that played a role in my life as a young man, and it still does to some degree today. Wow. One of the pivots in my story, I knew pretty early on I didn't want to go to college. I don't know why. I don't know where that came from. But going into high school, I was like, all right, this is probably going to be it. I can't imagine another four years of school after this. So after college, I started working my first real job. I, I stayed back in the town I was raised in while my other friends went away to school. And I pumped gas at the local gas station. And that was my first quote unquote, corporate job. Here I am making money, trying to figure out life. And from there, I just job hopped a lot because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So after the gas station, I worked as a personal trainer. I cleaned hospital floors and toilets. I was a truck driver, forklift operator, on-call firefighter for a short time, 
in construction, many, many, many things. But eventually, I felt like all of my decisions had paid off when I got a job in an industry called weatherization. Mm -hmm. all, all that means is we go into large buildings and we make them more energy efficient. But I was working on state and government contracts, so I was making anywhere from sixty to one hundred and twenty dollars an hour. Wow. In my mind, Paul, that was I made the right choice. Not going to school, it all paid off. Mm -hmm. So if you were to look at me when I was in my mid twenties, twenty five. I had a very good income. I had a girlfriend who was a model. Wow. I had a sports car. I had a new apartment. I had just competed in and won a bodybuilding show. So I quite literally had all the external measures of success, but I was pretty insecure. I was pretty miserable. Mm. I was very unfulfilled and I had no idea what I really wanted to do with my life. I, I just didn't, I didn't feel right. Ended up starting a podcast fell in love with podcasting as I fell out of love with my job. And I ended up sitting on the edge of a bed a year after I started my podcast contemplating suicide because I, I felt so stuck. I felt so trapped. I had this reputation of success. Everybody knew I made a lot of money and transparently I was very afraid to start over. I didn't know if I could handle the judgment that would come with that. Mm -hmm. So I ended up messaging someone very close to me, who is my business partner, uh, business partner now. If you want to talk about the how the story connects, yes. And I said, "Hey, Alan, I'm really struggling, man. I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm having these thoughts. I'm having these feelings. I don't. What do I do?" And he said, "Kev, over the last few years, your awareness has changed a ton, but your environments have remained the same. I think it's time for you to change your environment." He's very wise, Paul. He's a very wise. Yeah, mentor. He is. That's a wise statement, Kevin. I'm very wow. blessed. I'm very privileged. So I ended up leaving my my full-time job in 2018, and I've been a full-time podcaster since then. Very broke for the first three years, but now <laughs> business is starting to grow, and holistically, I'm more successful and fulfilled than I've ever been, and that's the measure that we're aiming for. That's awesome. That is, that is really a great personal story, and I appreciate you sharing that. Of course. With our listeners. Now, obviously, our podcast is all about storytelling and we have a specific take on it. We always like to ask our guests because they've connected with us and chosen to be on this podcast what their personal take is on storytelling. So, for you, Kevin, where do you see storytelling fitting in what you do? As a speaker, as a coach, as a podcaster, if I cannot get something to land, there is no opportunity for change. I could I could try to give lessons all day until I'm blue in the face, but unless it connects with you and your human experience, there will not be any transformation. So yeah, for me, it's very important to connect a story to a lesson. One mm -hmm. of the, the best pieces of advice I ever learned, never tell a story without a lesson and never, ever, ever give a lesson without a story. So that is what it means to me, and that is the importance of it. And I try to practice it as much as humanly possible to get a little bit better every day. Well, that's amazing. It really is. So your own personal story, how does it power what you're doing on a, on a daily basis? Is it the relatability of the being able to relate to the people you work with? That's a big piece of it, but I, I truly do desire to be the person I needed at mm -hmm. my lowest point. And I think when you have that experience, that is the motivation, that is the inspiration, that is the purpose. The, the money and the business and that type of stuff, that's awesome. Those are all really good benefits of it. But 
every day I know who I should be and every day I know what I should do. And every day it's important to me that I live the day as the person that I needed. So that is really what keeps me going. And I think we've all had that rock bottom moment. We've all had that rock bottom basement moment. And we resonate with somebody who is open about it. But I think the key is I definitely do not have it all figured out. I'm way more evolved than I've ever been, but I am still making mistakes on the daily and I try to share those as well. So I think that's another important facet is I am not unreachable. You can get to where I am if you do what I've done. And I think that's important to state. That's really a great insight as well, because, you know, I, one of the things we've learned about stories at, at WordWrite is that they are, there's inherently uh, a conflict in them and a challenge that has to be overcome, right? And so when you talk about helping folks by sharing stories, you know, one way of looking at that, I'm sure is, you know, look, I've been where you've been, or here's an example of somebody who's been through what you've been through or been where you are and been able to make a change, right? Yep. Yeah. And the insecurity too, Paul, I think that's a very, it's probably an underappreciated part of storytelling is when you face some of your darker moments and you face yes. some of your insecurities through storytelling, it's it's a little bit easier to get over them and become more familiar with them at least. And I think that's a, a very key thing when it comes to storytelling. I totally agree. And 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 just for, for our listeners, there's been a lot of psychological and neurological research that's been done that demonstrates that when a storyteller is vulnerable, it creates biological connections with the listeners. So uh, we're talking about everything from changing heart rate to, to breathing and respirations. There's more of a connection. You can think about lots of situations in life and certainly in business. Uh, you go into a meeting or, or you know, uh, you're meeting with somebody who you think is going to ask you to do something you don't want to do or, or sell something to you. And, you know, your heart rate might be elevated. You might be having somewhat of a stressful moment. And then when they share a story with you that's relatable and demonstrates the path that you too could take through something, it can bring all of that down. And that's really, really something I want to dig into. Folks, we're going to take a quick break here. And when we come back, we're going to dig in more with Kevin Palmieri and learn more about his peak performance organization and what he does to help the folks that are his ideal clients. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. 
Folks, welcome back to Storylines Live, the only podcast that explores the power and the meaning of the most important story in business. The one that answers why somebody would buy from you, work for you, invest in you, or partner with you. We call that your capital S story. In this episode, we're honored to have with us Kevin Palmieri, and we've been talking with him about his personal story and transformation that led him to create his organization, Peak Performance, and its associated podcast. Kevin, I'd really like to get in uh, to the meat of it with you. Let, let's talk about how would you define the value that you bring to the people you work with as clients? What is yeah. it giving them? Yeah. At the end of the day, when you hire a coach or when you hire a mentor, you're kind of paying to not skip steps, but you get a better overview of the level. I remember when I was younger, my mom used to play video games. She used to love, there's a game called Zelda. Oh, yeah. And she always said, no matter what, I'm never going to buy the strategy guide. I have to figure it out for myself. I have, I have to figure it out for myself. I was always quick to buy the strategy guide because if I can learn lessons faster, why not do it? And if I can beat the game a little bit quicker because of it, why not do it? But in order to write the strategy guide, you must first beat the level or beat the game on your own. So that is really what we're trying to do. We're trying to say, look, we've probably experienced a lot of the stuff that you have, and maybe we've just studied it more often or for longer. Honestly, maybe we've just had more necessity through pain to -hmm. study it. So yeah, you're getting somebody who has walked through the fire to walk through the fire with you and hopefully can show you maybe some cooler steps so you don't have to walk through the the flames directly. Well, that's really great. You know, uh, one of the uh, aspects of how we use storytelling is helping our clients understand that as human beings, there are archetypal stories that help us connect with people more quickly. Uh, For instance, the archetype that describes WordWrite is the explorer. And if you think about one interpretation of what an explorer does, it's exactly what you said. I'm here to help you. I stepped on the landmines. Let me show you where they are so you don't have to step on them yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And and that's kind of what I get out of what you're sharing there. Now, of course, Kevin, lots of people claim to do what you and your organization does. So how, how would you describe what you do at Peak Performance as being different from what your competitors might say they do? What, what's your differentiator? Yeah, we are what I would argue some of the most consistent humans on the planet. I know that's a very, very bold statement. But we do a podcast episode every single day, seven days a week, Christmas, Halloween, New Year's, it doesn't matter. There will be an episode because if we are going to talk about you getting a little bit better every day, we better be leading the charge on that. So I think we practice what we preach a lot more than other people. I I really do. And I think we're also very close to the understanding of what growth means. Mm -hmm. I think When you get later in life, some people forget what it was like to struggle. Some people forget what it was like to suffer. Some people forget what it was like to have those day one problems. I don't ever want to lose sight of what that was like, because the second I lose sight of all of those things, I lose sight of being able to help people. So yeah, I think we are very, very much practicing what we preach and we believe more in leading by example than leading with anything else. And that's why we do things the way we do. And we do an episode every day and we try to get a little better every day. Yeah, it's about the audience more than it is about us. That's an amazing commitment to be doing an episode every day. Thank you. So (laughs) you've been doing this consistently for how many years now? 
Uh, well, so he started in 2017. I was not nearly as consistent in 2017 and 2018 as I am today, but from 2019 on, yeah, we've been consistent. If we say there's an episode going to drop, it drops. And I'm pretty sure in 2020, I think we started doing daily. So yeah. Wow. That, that is just amazing. Thank Kudos you. to you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, I was looking the other day, um, stats come out every month on the, on podcasting as a discipline and industry, whatever you want to call it. And something like 50% of all podcasts don't make it to, to seven episodes. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so called pod fade. Yeah, yeah. Pod fade. Seven to 21 is, is the, that's where a lot of people unfortunately don't make it. So yes, I understand very much, very much. Well, kudos to you, man. That, is, you. that is just awesome. So, so Kevin, who, who's your ideal client? Yeah. So we tend to work with emotionally driven humans who are really, really, really sweet, just very heart driven, but they just don't know how to achieve what they want yet. Mm. They often struggle with boundaries. They often struggle with shiny object syndrome to a degree, right? Mm. Doing what feels good now, but doesn't serve us in the future. And right. those were all the things that I struggled with. At the beginning, I struggled with self-worth, self-belief, not understanding the long game, not being very strategic. So yeah, that's it tends to be the majority of our audience and clients are women. And that's not, I did not expect that as a tattooed bodybuilder who loves combat sports. That was never, that was never what I started this out for, but I am unreasonably grateful and I feel very, very privileged to serve such a wonderful community. That's awesome. If you don't mind, and please um you know, protect identities, whatever. Could you give the audience an example, a story of somebody you've worked with and helped? Yeah, for sure. Back when we were on Snapchat more, we were posting a lot on Snapchat. This wow. young lady reached out to me and she said, Hey, Kev, I am really struggling coming out of my shell and I'm really struggling starting conversations with people. And I feel like I have so many people at work that I'd love to talk with. I just don't know how to start a conversation. And I'm mm -hmm. so afraid to get kicked out of the group. What do I do? And I said, let's meet at the mall. I know, I don't really know you. You don't really know me, but we know each other well enough. Let's meet at the mall. You're, you live an hour from me. Let's do this. So we went to the mall and I told her, I said, by the end of the day, you're going to be walking up to strangers, having conversations. And she said, not a chance. I said, oh, we'll see what happens. That's my goal. So we go into this store that sells these large bean bags. Mm. And I said, all I want you to do is walk up to the front desk and ask that person how much the beanbag costs. It's all you got to do. And she said, no, 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 this is going to be bad. I said, this person's been sitting in the mall all day. They are just ready for a conversation. You're going to be fine. So she walks up. How much is this beanbag? They tell her, goes better than expected. So we go to another store. We do the same thing. Another store, the same thing. Then we raise the stakes and we go down to the food court. I want you to ask them, what comes with this meal? What is it cooked in? How much is it? All of that stuff. All right, two hmm. thumbs up, three thumbs up, four thumbs up. So then the last thing was we were going up the escalator and she just started a conversation with someone out of nowhere and felt confident in doing that. We're getting ready to leave that day. And I'm like, awesome, job well done, cool. I'm not too scared, this is great. And for some reason in this mall, there are these mechanical zoo animals with wheels that you can rent and you can drive them around. Huh. I don't. It's a great business idea, Paul. So maybe you know, maybe you and I can go in on a, on okay. a business like that together. <laughs> we'll but, talk about that offline, <laughs> right? But her name was Amy. She said, 
if we were brave and we were really into fear chasing and not fearing rejection, not mm. fearing judgment, we would rent those things and ride those around. And I was like, oh no, what have we done here? What have I created? This is terrible. So yeah. I, have a, I have a video on my phone that I show at a lot of our speeches of us riding those things around the mall. Somebody who didn't think they could start conversations with strangers did that at the end of the day. After that, ended up having enough confidence to go back to school and face her imposter syndrome or limiting beliefs. She got a 3.9 GPA. So I think she made the right wow. decision. She ended up getting her dream job across the country. She went from a small town in Rhode Island to Nashville. And she was actually on our team for three years. She worked with us every single day for three years until she had the opportunity to get another really good job. So somebody reached out, was very courageous, was humble, was vulnerable, and that changed their life in many ways. And transparently, it also changed my life seeing that mm. transformation happen in front of me. That's a great story, Kevin. Thanks Thank for you. sharing that. Okay, you went through your own personal journey, your own personal story. You shared one of a client that you helped. What today brings you the most satisfaction and enjoyment in what you're doing? I often have to pinch myself because I I don't know how we got here. A lot of the time I wake up and it's like, this is what I get to do for a living. I have mm -hmm. pajamas on. The bottom half is always pajamas. That I'm very, very privileged to have that opportunity. So I think for me, the thing is when I see somebody doing something that they never believed that they could do, because that's kind of what I get when I look in the mirror or when I show up on a podcast like this, it's just, it's very, very humbling to see somebody create such a, an amazing transformation in their life. And I feel like that's what I've done. So I sometimes feel like I'm looking in the mirror and that's the best thing in the world. I don't know if, if there's a more fulfilling thing than that. I haven't found it and I don't think I will. That's awesome, Kevin. And that's a great place for us to ask you to please share with our listeners where they can find you. Yeah. So if you just search Next Level University, our podcast will come up. It's on all the platforms. It's on YouTube. And then any questions, comments, concerns, a shoulder to lean on, you can shoot me an email. It is kevin at nextleveluniverse.com. I do my own email, so I will see it and I will respond accordingly. That's wonderful, Kevin. Thank you so much for being on this episode of Storylines Live. We really appreciate it. Folks, in the show notes, you'll find everything that Kevin mentioned, all the places to find him out there in the digital world. I want to thank all of you as our listeners for being with us today for this episode of Storylines Live, the only podcast that explores the power and the meaning of the most important story in business, the one that answers why someone should buy from you, work for you, invest in you, or partner with you. Thanks for being here. We'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.